Okay, episode two. Normalization of poly sub abuse. Uh, starts with my mother. As I said, she smoked marijuana, and we had gotten it from her and stole it from her before. Uh, she knew that, you know, she had caught us before when I was younger, ninth grade or something, when, when I take had taken some of hers. Um, she was always pretty accepting of it because, you know, I believe she, she did it too, so I feel like she felt she couldn't really fault us for that. Um, so it was pretty... It was able to be pretty open. Uh, she never was cool with, you know, the binge drinking or any other drugs or stuff like that. Um, throughout the whole the whole span of it, she, you know, she was never really cool with that. Um, although when we were in high school in the college year, she did lighten up and, you know, would let us party there and stuff. Uh, so yeah, um, yeah, as I said before, she never really would do it with me. Although, you know, I would, I have gotten it for her, her friends, uh, that did that all the time. So it was just pretty common in that lifestyle my father same way he had smoked it it was you know I had stolen it from him as well um he was always more so let let the boys be boys kind of thing they're they're going to do it they're going to go through it um he had grew up like that himself uh using drugs and drinking partying um my dad actually with the marijuana was kind of you know would get upset with me smoking so much all the time because I did it so often and he he had really high hopes uh, for me playing football and and always wanted us dedicated to, to football so he had told us when he was younger that was one of the main reasons he didn't do anything further in football was because he was smoking pot all the time as a youngster uh, so he did show disappointment uh, with us doing that at a young age although was accepting of it um, uh, I never really smoked pot with my dad either uh, I've, drank, I've drank with him uh, in the later years we had done cocaine together um but he, after I was in, I'd say, high school, he kind of quit messing with that, you know, marijuana, just got over it and never really did it. So never really did that with him, although pretty much did the other stuff, um, binge drink, party, uh, never really did pills or anything, but in, in cocaine, uh, the, the marijuana use, he was accepting of it. Uh, he knew we did it all the time. We I would smoke it in my room, have parties, drink in my room. 
so yeah I mean basically he just didn't want us getting in trouble and or getting caught you know that was the main thing if you're going to do it be smart about it and, and don't get caught he from the gate he always told us you know it's okay to do that stuff or try it but it's you have to do it in moderation and you know there's you can't be overdoing it so he did try to coach us I would say on not binging or excessively using um I guess if you consider that restricting it some uh but there was, and either my mom or my dad, there was never any, there was punishment from my mom for drinking and getting in trouble in high school. Uh, when we were in high school, she would always ground us, um, you know, if we got got in trouble drinking or something happened. Uh, my dad would never do that. He would never ground us, but he would uphold us being grounded while we were at his house on the weekend if my mom grounded us so if if we got grounded and there was a big party and she said you know you're grounded for the weekend you can't go my dad would respect that and and uphold that uh you know punishment um but yeah after the high school years it was pretty much free for all when we came and went and you know did our own thing or it it was pretty in the open and we were pretty much on our own terms Uh, as far as my brother he started drinking at the same time I did so he would have been a year two years older than me Um, he was more of a more laid back and and didn't more dedicated to, to school and football he didn't overdo it half as much as I did um, was always able to keep under control or, or moderate and you know stay in control and not have blackouts and no trouble with the law like getting in fights and but he was he was a, a drinker like me just you know from day one when he started doing that he wasn't really into marijuana um, at all because of sports and you know thought it was for losers whatever that was his perception um, so I don't know why he eventually started doing it it's pretty much because everybody was doing it just, you know our buddy Joe and everybody we hung out with smoked and eventually I remember him and Joe actually I had some stored in my room hidden and I remember one day they actually went in and stole some to do it. And that was like the first time I knew he was doing it or, or would do it. Um, and he basically was doing it for me. And that this was like, I don't know, ninth grade, early high school. So Joe was a, a big influence and really tight with him. The same thing for Coke, I would say. he, When I started doing it, he definitely wasn't doing it. Um, you know, always looked down on it when we talked about it and stuff. And Joe was a big factor in that as well. He was always into everything um, and got into that pretty quick and loved that. So I, I, I can't remember when my brother first did it or started doing it, but 
he was definitely not in high school. It would have been, you know, his college years. Um, I don't, maybe his, you know, his freshman, sophomore year, he might have started doing it because we were so involved with it. Um, I don't know. He just gave in and did it. He was able to shed that stuff a lot quicker and, um, you know, quit doing it quicker. Uh, like when we got in the, the later years, like when he met his wife now, you know, I think it pretty much all fizzled out at that point and he kind of just stayed away from it from then on. Uh, me and me and my dad would do it together in uh, the college years, never in, when I was in high school, but when I got older and had it all the time, we were going to games, football games all the time, Steeler games and having parties and going to bars and he, you know, he'd meet us out and he would, he would do it. And I, you know, I'd get it for him or if he wanted it, you know, he'd ask me and, you know, so I was always the one with the connection. Um, my previous relationships with, I only really had one girlfriend that I was long term with and she she was a big time smoker weed and you know she drank not not crazily i would say the drinking picked up meeting me and and living dating me the drinking got more heavy with her um she also never did cocaine until she was with me um this is when i was 20 22 ish 21 um and I you know I was in the prime of that and she was accepting of me doing it and you know selling it and was aware of it and eventually I never really pushed it on her you know um but eventually at one point she wanted to try it or something I remember you know I let her and she started to use it uh, I would say it was the middle to the end of our relationship we were probably together three four years something like that um and she started to use it uh her friends some of her friends would like do it with me when we were out and you know kind of felt like she wasn't part of it so I don't know if that you know I would do it with her friend and she wouldn't be involved and she eventually started trying it and uh doing it with us uh, was more moderate than us because you know she hadn't done it much and then Emily was pretty much the only one that has never done it and she knew what I was doing and everything that I had done we've been friends since middle school um, so she definitely was well aware of everything that I was doing and we all have the same friends so it was all out there you know when we were at parties and drinking and having parties you'd always sneak off to to do that and she was never one of those people that was part of that but all her friends were or you know a couple of her friends were and we always were and she was always tight-knit with our group um but yeah she never never stuck to it never did it and you know, kind of when we got together, kind of let me do my thing. And, you know, I, I would still do it all the time when we would party and, you know, just basically not tell her or bring it up. And she, But she knew it was going on. And 
you know, I've had my uncles out to my house or something in the, the beginning stages when she started, uh, you know, being at my house all the time and we would do it in front of her and she said she was okay with it, but I'm sure she probably wasn't cause she didn't like it. Um, nor never did it. Uh, but she, at the end of the day, she knew it was a problem and knew that Joe was part of Joe's problem and, you know, the end of him. Um, so when everything happened that happened, that was one of the first, you know, uh, rules or, you know, the cut that out was one of the first things, you know, she didn't want that to be part of my life or in the house or whatever. Um, so, you know, you, you've talked to us about that and pretty much it. Uh, my two losses, first one, football, you know, giving up on football. Um, I don't really consider... I don't know. For me, it was more of a slower process of giving up on football. Drugs may have had something to do with it, but at the time, I just idolized that lifestyle more than the football lifestyle. And the big part of that reason was I think I started becoming, I always shoot for the stars and, um, what, you know, thought I'd be in the NFL and really had everything against me as far as size and speed and you know I think when I went to Moorhead State I started realizing that I'm not going to make it to the NFL um and I don't you know sure I could have tried and I could have not been on drugs and did it but I, I can tell you that I don't think anybody on that team that year throughout four year four classes made it to the NFL not not one so for me, it was more of a realization of um, end this and get on with the next thing. I, I was I, I wanted to be involved in making money. Um, you know, I didn't want to be broke. Uh, I wanted to be rich, desired that. Um, so that helped me give that up a lot easier because I had an outlet to go do that. And that that's who I guess I started to become was that and, and forget about football. Uh, yeah, when I went to more or Robert Morris has a pretty good football program. And I remember, you know, talking about walking onto that team and coming back and doing it. I, I did miss it some. Um, and when I, when I thought of doing that and, and coming back and playing, it wasn't, it wasn't to go to the NFL. It was just it to get out there again. And uh, I believed I could get in there, you know, press people and go all out. But, you know, at the end of the day, the, the drug use and what I was doing with, with everything, it did uh, hinder that, it, you know, me going back. So... That would have took up. It's so time-consuming. It would have took. I wouldn't have been able to do everything. Um, so I never chose to give it another run. Uh, as far as the business end of that, putting it all together and making it happen, uh, 
I think it's just because I started doing it and it was, you know, I was buying it and weed, coke, whatever, and I started buying it in those amounts. You know, I'd buy a gram and then I'd buy a, an eight ball, which is three and a half grams, and then, I'd, you know, we'd get a quarter and, you know, I just started putting two and two together that you might as well buy a lot, break it up, and uh, make money off of it and have a supply to do for free. Um, my uncles were still coke dealers forever. Um, they're different breed to me. They're, they're just addicts and, you know, they do it to support a habit where I was in it to, in it to win it, make money and, you know, have nice things and live a certain lifestyle when they never, ever had that kind of lifestyle. They're, they're just feeding an addiction. So you know, they had sold it, and I, I sold it to them all the time, um, I don't even know, they didn't, they weren't even the ones that told me or showed me how to do it, I, I started doing it on my own, and then, you know, presented it to them, and, yeah, you know, I remember both the uncles were kind of hesitant on doing it with me at first, but I knew they did it, and I knew I was doing it at the time, and, you know, I remember saying, yeah, really, you do that, and I, I did it with the one uncle first, and he's, he was seemed shocked that I did it, and then I remember I said, "Yeah, man, you know I do that. You know, do you have any?" And I, I remember him grabbing a plate off of his cabinet and saying, "All right, well," and, and we did it for the first time. And then that word got to my other uncle, who was in the same game and lifestyle as him, and you know, I just remember him being relieved that like he wasn't the one that did it with me first or whatever. But he was, you know, I, he jumped right into it with me too when we were together and partying. And, stuff like that um second lost joe uh the end of joe i i guess at first you know it shut me down and i blamed coke and flushed it down the toilet and said i wasn't touching it no more and then as time passed over six months or whatever slowly started to get back into it uh and at some point, I guess I convinced myself that it wasn't the coke that killed him. It was uh, the heroin or, you know, the mixture. Um, I know now, and I think I kind of knew then that the, the coke led to it, but I couldn't understand it. I could never grasp it that he went to do, you know, did that. Like, that's something we said we were never going to do, and... To, he he actually hid it from us, um, and he never told us he was doing it. So he knew that we would be upset and not accepting of it. Um, we were really tight with Joe throughout our whole lives, and I know at that time when he started hanging out with that crowd and getting that deep into it, he started shying away from us. Um, and at the same time, I had that anxiety thing that happened. So it was, they kind of went together, um, but he was kind of shying away from us. And I remember seeing him, like one of the last couple times I seen him, it just, you could tell something was up with him and he was, he was different. Um, and then, you know, later to find out that's why is because he was doing that. 
and the people he was hanging around with we knew were kind of into that and not a good example they weren't people that we would ever hang around with but he insisted no nah, they're cool you know and we just me and my brother we never really felt that uh, about them so I don't know that I, I I got back into it after his death and after I quit just because not because it was just a to, to start making money again and b to everybody around me was still doing it uh, I, I guess I kind of just blamed it on the heroin, not that, and just rolled with it. Um, but a big part of that was I was running out of money. I didn't, you know, I, that was what I was doing at the time to make money. And I guess I, you know, advanced in that pretty quick. So for a long time, I never really wanted to shut down because I always felt like I could do it and get away with it and you know until the, the anxiety and all the, the lifestyle started to catch up with me um, so eventually at some point I started back into it uh, so pictures I send over I got a few of them the first one is with me and my mother at my brother's wedding um, I'm hammered she's uh, thrilled, just thrilled to be with me and around me and a, a part of what's going on um, but you know that was a good night and I remember trying to limit myself and stay in control and by the end of the night I ended up blacking out and you know, missing the late, late hours of the party because, you know, they, my family put me to bed like they always do when I got real bad like that, um, but made it through the duration of the wedding. Uh, the second is actually of me, Joe, Emily sitting on me and Joe, my brother behind them. Joe's sister to the left and my best friend to the right. Um, that's in my room at my dad's. That was our party spot. That was where we always hung out. That was where all the parties went down um, for years. It was the meetup place before, after uh, the parties, which eventually became my house or my wherever I live, an apartment, house in Coriopolis, house in 84. Uh, so that that's the second picture I mean we, we were a tight knit group and you know Joe losing Joe affected every one of those people deeply and heavily uh, the next one is me and my dad on the beach when he first moved down to Florida I helped move him down there basically just standing by the, the ocean and enjoying some of the accomplishment of him being able to do that and him always wanting to move and be at a place like that. Um, at that time, I was probably 20, 26, 27, 
and would have been the times of you know the age that I used with him we probably used at that time together you know he was still drinking here and there at that point um, the next picture is also me and my brother uh, at his wedding it was the night before um, basically just starting to kick things off and I remember being extremely excited and happy to be a part of it we we all met up before we were going to the hotel where everybody was staying to eat dinner and have drinks and I just remember being really happy to do that and excited for the weekend uh, next is me and Emily um, this one was at her brother's wedding uh, I believe it was a couple years back. Um, but I, I, it was it was a good night. I you know that I remember her just looking beautiful and you know just was a good night to go out and get dressed up and you know we both intended on having fun and we did. Um, you know, and at the end of that night, I remember being really drunk, and I think I talked to you about it. We, I went into the bathroom at some point and smoked a, a vapor pen weed, and, you know, she thought I was doing cocaine, and I never did coke at her brother's wedding, but, um, she, at the end of the night, she was drunk too, you know, and came out and said, you know, you, you did coke, I know you did, and I'm like, no, I did not. And I remember being so drunk, I didn't even know how to... I didn't black out, but I, I didn't know how to defend that. I didn't know what to say, didn't know what... Just whatever, you know. And I remember talking to her about it the next day and saying, Listen, like, I did not do that. You know, we smoked a vapor pen in the bathroom. And I think she believed me. I don't, I don't know. Um, didn't really discuss it too much more, but I was... I was mad in the morning that, you know, she accused me of doing that. Um, if I wasn't so drunk, I might have been able to come up with something to defend myself, but I really couldn't at the time. Uh, so those were the, the pictures that I'll send. And the... I don't, I can't really find a picture of me and my ex that I have. Um, the only other thing is, you know, how my mom and dad were enablers of it. Um, my brother never really was because he, he was with me doing stuff and, well, he, he was because we did it together, but uh, I don't think he was in a position he, I don't know. We were more like uh, partners in crime to some degree. He was always the level one that kept kept me in check and uh, toned down to some degree. Uh, so I spoke before of my mom, you know, being accepting of it and then, you know, always helping us or when we were hungover and stuff, you know, it was okay to, to crash there all day. She would make comments or whatever you know we sleep till three in the afternoon and you know would make comments about not being cool with it but still let us do it uh 
my dad worked a lot and on those days when we did that it, he was out working anyway so I don't know that he knew or we, we ever talked about it but as far as wasting a day away I don't think he really cared um, but was definitely enabling and the fact that did it with us knew we were always doing it and doing it around him in front of him uh, all the time That's, let me see what else I got. I think I covered it all.